What's going on, Versus Community? It's your boy, Sal, along with my co-host. Big Vern Lee, what the business? And Mr. J. Cole, once again. All right. So, we was waiting for the previews for X-Files. So, now we got a couple of uh, couple of good previews, solid previews going on. So, we'll go ahead and uh, jump into it. So, the first preview from uh, last week is uh, going into the Bureau and what the, what they have to offer. So we have, I believe his name is Frohickey, Langley, and Byers. The trio represents the uh, lone gunman. I remember them from uh, X-Files, but I just started over, and I haven't gotten to the episode where they uh, first appeared at yet in season one. But I remember them being like uh, recurring characters. So the lone gunmen all have the, they're all bureau, obviously, all have one health. And Frohickey is a one cost, one three. Langley is a two cost, one four. And Byers is a three cost, one five. Okay, so these guys, as the lone gunman, also have the keyword lone gunman, which is a very interesting keyword because uh, the lone gunman keyword says on each of the each one of them can be powered up with the other one. So on Frohickey, it says he can be powered up with Byers and Langley. Langley says he can be powered up with Byers and Frohickey. Byers says he can be powered up with Frohickey and Langley. And these are not one-of-a-kind cards. So you can obviously have four of each of them, which gives you a high probability of being able to power up. But even though all of them have the lone gunman keyword, they all have different abilities, uh, secondary keywords. Frohickey has photography. It says when this character gets powered up by or powered gets powered up by or powers up Byers or Langley, draw a card. Langley says computers, when this character gets powered up by or powers up Byers or Frohickey, choose an enemy player to discard a random card. And Byers says science, when this character gets powered up by or powers up Frohickey or Langley, put a minus one, minus one counter on an enemy character. So obviously these guys are going to be really important in a deck because their ability to power each other up is huge. So in other decks back on the illustrated side, if you wanted to power up, you didn't have any other options except for call. So if you wanted to play, say, an Iron Man deck and be able to power up, this would, though the best way to do it would be to use two Iron Mans, two different Iron Mans, six drop and seven drop shield Iron Man, and call, and you'd have 12 ways to power up Iron Man. But you wouldn't have multiple ways to power up another character unless you use call on that character. Here you have any one of these guys can power up any one of the other, and it triggers the ability both ways. So if you power up, let's say Byers is on the field, and you power him up with Frohickey, you still get to draw a card with Frohickey's photography, and you get to put a negative on a character with science, which is fantastic. I like that not only are you getting the ability to power up, you're also gaining the ability to um, trigger two abilities at once, which is what I wish they had for Stepford Cuckoos. That's a superpower, and you only get one ability off of it. This is a power-up, and you're getting two abilities off of it. I, I personally think it's fantastic. It's very, very uh, flavorful because of the way that the uh, trio works together. So uh, they also have a lone gunman, the lone gunman newsletter, which is a plot twist bureau team affiliation. It says uh, any combat or during combat, put a plus one plus one counter on a character on your side in the combat. This combat. The next time an enemy character uses a superpower or an enemy player plays a plot twist, cancel it. That is huge. Huge. Because that means you're the last one gets canceled. You're going to need another one. That means friend from work gets canceled. Um, all, all these new pop plot twists that people are going to be using during combat, it's not going to happen. But two more grows in their place, not going to happen. So um, 
that that's a that's a big deal. That's a very big deal. So so far with the uh, lone gunman three characters and the uh, plot twist, what do you think about the card so far, Vern? I just like that dude's name is Fro Hickey. Fro Hickey. <laughs> I believe that's how you pronounce it. I don't. It's not Fro Hickey. Fro, Fro Hickey. That's the best. <laughs> wow. Sound like a rapper name, something. Your boy Fro Hickey. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! I mean, you pretty much uh, summarized it pretty well. I don't think these cards are going to go in every deck, but I agree. Uh, I like it that it's what I like about it is it's uh right. Each of them are different cards, so it's one, two, and three. Yeah. So if you had something else. If you don't have a one drop in on turn one, you got another one drop. You can play Ant Man or whatever you playing on turn one. Mm-hmm. And then, like, let's say you had the two drop or the two cost version of these guys, and then you happen to pull, you know, one of the other two. You can play the two, and now that's not a useless card. You know, you can dump the card and get two effects off of it. Right. I, I, I just really like the two effects thing. That is, that's awesome to me. Where you you can. You, you you it makes you your uh your card valuable because you can use it in multiple situations. Right, right. Whereas a lot of situations, if you have a one cost character in your hand, it's useless if you don't use it, you know, in mm-hmm. the early game. Right. Um, you know, so another thing that I like about it is how versatile it is. Like you might have like a certain plan, like, okay, maybe I'm running um you know, negative, a negative counter type deck. And I don't plan on playing either the one or the two costs, but I got them in my deck just so I can uh, power up the three costs. Yep. That's what I was so, thinking. So, you know, you might have a couple of those cards in your hand. Now you dishing out negatives like nothing and getting other effects on top of it. Right. That's exactly what I was thinking. So it's pretty good to me, man. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your thoughts, Jamar? No, I'm just saying. And then on then on top of that, the man is getting huge. It's like with uh with buyers, if you are coming to him with a heel, she's six six attacking him. You power him up to a two six. She goes down to a five five. So so, I mean, you know. It's like Vern mentioned. You got to have a plan attacking these guys. You got to be very, very careful because you can power these guys up multiple times and get that effect, and you can mess somebody up bad. Yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's the idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a very dangerous card in a very crucial moment because yep. that plot twist, man, you figure somebody who uses a space. Now, spaces are already uh, uh, space and earth. They're, they're mm-hmm. already scarce. Mm-hmm. And to cancel one, <laughs> you know, you know, you're going to make somebody curl up in the position of a baby, man. <laughs> because that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> You finally, you finally pull a space, and, and it gets canceled. You know. Well, the the saving grace. Most likely, what's going to happen is they just won't use it. No, they'll just <laughs> flip it before you can play your plot twist because they'll have priority. You know what I'm saying? You're going to yeah. use this card the same way you use Spellbound. You know what I mean? You what you'll do is you'll do your attacking. You'll play this card. So if they play anything, the next one will get canceled. And now, right. because of the order of operations, once they play their card and it gets canceled, you can play another one of these. I thought it was on. This isn't one of a kind. No. Oh man, it's four of these. But now I'm looking at something. Your spaces, your earths—they're—they're they're few and far between, and and to have it canceled, like if you attack somebody. Mm-hmm. Or, or you know how it is in a tournament, and they do something past you party, and you play it. They ain't no, uh, oh, let me go back and no, you not, bro. <laughs> right, right. 
Right. So, but like I said, this is uh, it's a poor man spellbound because you're gonna you're gonna do your attack him, then you're gonna play this, give your character counter, pass the pass the priority, and if they do anything, as far as superpower, um, and it says uh, plot twist, superpower and plot twist. If it does anything, it's gonna cancel it. So that's like I said, that's that's huge because we don't have any a lot of negation that you know yeah we got dissolution spell or some stuff from from buffy but as a whole we don't have a lot of negation you know but like i said back to the um the lone gunman themselves having 12 cards in the deck that could power each other up is a really big deal that's that's a big deal you know because obviously uh outriders are the big bad going into photo universe so if you're dealing with outriders buyers is your most valuable character. So yeah, you can have Ant-Man on one, Yandu on two, then Byers on three. And if you got a three or four Langley and or Frohickeys in your hand, you could power all of them Fro up. Hickey. And it start taking out multiple start taking out multiple uh outriders just by doing that. And if uh um Grandmaster's a problem if uh, Killmonger is a problem, if Mordo is a problem, just powering up buyers can seriously take care of that problem even before attacks start happening. Okay, so moving on to the, the next two cards. Next card is Monica Reyes. She's Bureau. Four drop. She has range. She's 5-4 with one health. So Monica Reyes has practical and pragmatic while there's a main character on your side with the following team affiliation, she'll get certain abilities. With Bureau, she has Genius. With Monster of the Week, she has plus three attack. And with Syndicate, she has plus one health. Uh, I think it's a decent card, but I think the only person that's going to really be able to take advantage of her is uh, Talos, because he'll have all three of those team affiliations. So if you have anybody uh, like on turn three or something like that that's able to block, and she's able to trigger all of those, You'll be able to draw one additional card. She'll have plus one health and she'll have eight for attack for four drop, which is uh, definitely huge. Kind of wish she had ferocious or berserker or something like that to balance out what's happening with, uh, like I said, with Outriders. But also on t- uh, five, we got John Doggett, who is also Bureau, and he is uh, range eight, five, one health. Most wanted. When Dawkins stuns a main character, draw a card. He, of course, is going to be important because um, being able to draw additional cards helps out uh, Shuri, but it also helps out um, the fact that there's so many outriders. Obviously, he'll be able to draw uh, a card with somebody with that weak defense. So, thoughts on uh, Reyes and Doggett? I mean, I don't really think Reyes really needs that much uh, analyzation. Uh, if you're playing Talos, you're probably going to put her in the deck. Other than that, I don't really see uh, much utility for her, really. Yeah. Uh, the other guy that's not named Frohickey. <laughs> uh, you know, if you're in a deck that wants to draw cards, then you play him, I guess. I mean, he has eight attacks, so uh, right. You know, there aren't a lot of high attack characters actually in Photo Universe. So at five, having eight attack is not bad, especially uh, if you can get a free shot at somebody like Red Skull on six or something like that. Mm-hmm. Take them out without a pump because it's kind of hard to get Red Skull without a pump or a team attack or something. Right. Yes. Yeah, Plus, point. you get a card on top of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. That's that's pretty good. I'll take it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good point. So, Jamar, any thoughts? This is good. As you mentioned, the only person who can really exploit her is uh, Talos. But if you're using anybody else, it's it's going to be a a basic card, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's just going to be basic. She's going to be good for doing the team attack, or you know. If you can keep her alive, you, you'll get genius. You'll get a genius or whatever. But uh, if you can't exploit her, then she's just a 
she's good for what she does, but other than that, she's just a good card. Yeah, yeah. So now we have we have Walter Skinner, six drop, range six eight, one health with uh bureau team affiliation, keyword friend in high places. He says bureau main characters on your side have plus one health, which is pretty simple and uh to the point. Obviously that um that's gonna help people like Mulder and Scully lasting in the long game. I'm not a huge fan of this card. It's just until they get some until they can block flight, I don't see the big deal. I'm playing Red Skull instead. Um um I get the team attack aspect of it. You know. I mean, I look at it like this. If somebody if you on your last if you're on your last health <laughs> and He's the only reason you are, you have another help is he's out there. I'm just gonna stun him, and then I'm gonna take you out in this game. Right. Oh, you, so now he's he's the the one you have to stun, not the MC, because if you right, can yank him I mean. to the front, right? Yeah, you got stealth. You can yank him to the front. You know, you could team attack with Falcon and and Maria Hill or some junk like that. Now There's I'm so gonna, many ways to get around right, him. Right. Not even right. Exactly. Exactly. But I do like these plots with stuff. So, the plot twists are uh, are back. I do like these uh, four one of kind plot twists. They all bureau plot twists, but they all do different things. Um, so the first plot twist is Max Max Finnig, and it's one of kind. Uh, main name a team affiliation and choose an enemy player to reveal their hand. For each revealed character with that team affiliation, put that many plus one counters on a character on your side. Okay, so you only have seven teams. You don't have the plethora of teams like we do for illustrated so this makes a whole lot of sense unfortunately i see it decreasing in value as the game moves forward but being able to uh give um one character a lot of counters is saying uh saying a lot also um the next plot twist is x one of a kind main phase until your next turn if a card will enter an enemy player's hand they reveal it and if it's an equipment, location, or plot twist, put it into its owner's KO pile instead. So that's huge because that means on somebody's draw phase or even throughout their whole turn. So if you're playing a character like Shuri who wants you to constantly draw cards, if it's an equipment, location, or plot twist, they're ditching it. Now you can always say, hey, I'm going to wait I'm not going to, I saw you played X. I'm not going to play any, um, um, I'm not going to do anything extra. I'm just going to draw these cards and wait this one card out. But then the problem with that is you have Deep Throat, who is main. Until your next turn, if a card will enter any player's hand, they reveal it. And if it's a supporting character, put it into its owner's KO pile instead. So if you play X and Deep Throat on the same turn, the next turn when somebody draws, they have a 100% chance of losing their whole draw. Which sucks. So that, that, <laughs> that would be terrible. And then if you have Rocket choosing between, you know, somebody's going to be choosing between X or Deep Throat, either way it goes, you're still going to be able to see what's in their hand. You know, so if you're playing a character like um, Black Widow, Red Skull, Dormammu, where you want to know what's in somebody's hand as, as you move forward, that's going to say a lot. So that combo right there is, is a nasty combo. But the fourth card that they have, that's a one of a kind baby William main phase, put an enemy equipment or supporting character into its owner's hand. So now we got just straight board removal, which is always a problem, especially in the late game. Board removal is always going to be a problem. So out of these four cards, what do you guys uh, think about what they've given us so far? Um, definitely going to have to play a bit cautiously. Uh, these these one of the kinds are are deadly, and and then you know play it at the right time. Then the fact that you got rocket, like you said. Uh, so I mean, it's just—I mean, these cards will change one turn and make you have to rethink your whole strategy because you know, if depending on what you're playing, you draw the the two cards you need, 
and they play that, and you got to ditch them both, hey, that's a, a game changer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because my, my favorite is the uh, is the one that uh, removes something from the board. To me, board removal is going to be huge, especially in this format. Yeah, baby, baby. Uh, my least favorite is the is the I forget what it's called, but the one that gives counters. I think that's super. Yeah, that's super situational I to do, me. I agree. And, uh, it's only a one of a kind. So if you don't, if you get an early game, and you're playing against somebody like Shuri or something, okay, yeah, you might be able to get a ridiculous bounty from naming the right the right team affiliation. But if it's late game and your opponent's got two cards in his hand, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's right. like, and you know, there's no guarantee you're going to have that card at a point where it's going to be useful. No, I agree. The, yeah. other, the other three plot twists are going to be useful no matter what. Yeah. But that board removal one is just, you probably prefer to have that late mm-hmm. game. Get rid of group before they stun somebody. Get rid of, uh, get rid of ego, you know, Support character Thanos, support character Odin, get rid of Surtur, get him off the field. So baby William is, is a huge deal. Um, and then the rest of this this uh, blog post, they showed that the X-Files wild location for the Bureau has um, five basics on it. Earth, blue, yellow, green, and red. So that's interesting because now that means that we're not getting individual earth or individual space the only way you can use earth or space is through the wild location so the last character they showed us is fox molder bureau affiliation seven cost range seven nine one health he has two key a keyword and superpower first keyword is trust no one you pay seven less to recruit molder if you have no supporting characters on your side and at least seven resources Huge deal. That is a huge deal. The truth is out there. Main phase, yellow, name a card, search an enemy player's deck in hand for each card with that name and remove them from the game. That is huge. That is huge. Because if you time it out right, you can have Molder and Ego on the same turn. And because Mulder is 7-9 with range, he's attacking from the back row while Eagle is blocking in the front row. That is a big, big deal to be able to pull that off. You know? Yeah, you so, you got to be fortunate. <laughs> well, not, not, not necessarily. necessarily. You've drawn tons of cards it's by this game. You draw cards, and also this is a this is a set where you can search for cards. Right. So you might already have what you want, right. and if you don't already have what you want, you know you can search for it probably. Yeah, so. yeah that's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. I need your help is going to solve a lot of those problems. I need your help, depending on how many bureau characters you play in. I need your help is going to change how you build your own deck, and then um, like with Frohickey and and Shuri drawing you cards when they appear and all that type of stuff. You know, you can always, uh, I mean, Frohickey gets powered up. He can draw you cards and then uh, Shuri, when she appears, is drawing you cards. So, um, it's, it's going to be real easy to get something like this off. Easier than it was, you know, just one set ago. You know, so yeah. any <clears throat> any additional thoughts about this uh, about this um, this blog post from, from the 23rd? Other than that, I think it's, I think that you know we're, we're starting to see how uh, the the bureau team is going to work. Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't think there's anything overwhelming, except possibly that um, Molder card. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's trying to play ego on seven. I mean, being able to play Molder and ego, I mean, that's awesome, obviously. Right. Uh, and considering how dangerous the outriders are. You know, if you get to turn seven, you might need that little extra push, right. you know, to, to get you fast. Yeah. And then also, considering all the ball removal that's on the, you know, that's out there with with the X Files set, mm-hmm. you may not have any characters out there anyway. So, you know, this helps give you that extra boost. So, you know, it's, 
It's uh, you know, I think I think it's a solid set of cars. I think they are usable. Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely thematic. You know, from what I remember, X Files, and like I said, me watching it uh over again, because I mean, Dawkins doesn't even come in until the show is almost over. You know, so um, but I do remember, like I said, the the Lone Gunman. Those are my favorite cards. And as a little side note, Max Max Finnig has a the one of kind plot twist. But he's also the dude that's on the cover for um, abduction. It's the same guy in the same episode. So the picture that you see of the one of a kind card for Max Fennig is earlier in the same episode because later is when he gets abducted in that episode. So that's pretty good. Um, Deep Throat shows up, I think, in episode two of season one. Because like I said, right now I'm just in season one. I do remember X... And and uh, I think I barely remember. I don't. I might not even remember Baby William. You know. So, but like I said, it, this is it's really thematic set. And like I said, it got me back into watching uh, watching X Files and catching up because it's funny because on uh, Mulder's ability, Spooky, they call him Spooky Mulder because he's dealing with the X Files and he's in the basement and believing all this you know weird stuff. So that's where that that uh, keyword comes from. But searching for Samantha, if people didn't know, Samantha is his sister that disappeared back when Mulder was 12 and she was 8. And he's been searching for Samantha ever since, which is thematic for his ability to draw cards. You know, for him to be able to search. Same thing with his 7-drop. The truth is out there. You know, being able to search an enemy player's deck. So it's it's a... they, They... The Super Awesome Games... Always, they they really on the theme, and and still making it fun. So I, I definitely appreciated that. So let's go on to the next uh next broadcast. The uh, blog broadcast next blog. Uh, trust <laughs> no one is the next blog because we're going to be talking about nothing but the syndicate in uh, this blog. So it says so. The fir- first things first. Finally, finally get into uh, what we called him back in the day, the smoking man. Because every time you saw him, he was smoking. So he's uh, called the cigarette smoking man. He, seriously, every time you saw him on the show, he was smoking and he wouldn't talk. So I knew I knew there was no way we was not going to get a card for a smoking man. So, And here he is. So level one, he, of course, is with the syndicate. Uh, one five, five health. He has uh, one superpower on his level one in the shadows. Main phase yellow. Hide any number of face-up supporting characters on your side. Doesn't sound like a lot, but that's actually very, very huge. So, Cigarette Smoking Man uh, in the Shadows is a big deal because his level up condition, Come Work For Me, says he needs 7 XP. When another character appears or turns face up on your side, Cigarette Smoking Man CSM gains an XP. That's a, like I said, that is a huge deal. Not just because you can attack with somebody with range, possibly not get struck back, and then still be able to use that character the next turn. That's a big deal. Especially when you're going up against Outriders. Because if you got ranged characters that you constantly bring it out, and he says hide any number of face-up supporting characters, he didn't say they had to be ready. That's a big deal. Turn one, you play a one drop with range. Turn two, you play two one drops with range. Turn three, you play a two and a one drop with range. You got six people out there on turn three. He needs seven XP. He levels up. His level two says he uh, he goes from a one five to a two eleven. Still syndicate, still five health. Then he gets rid of uh, in the shadows. And he has two superpowers. One superpower is every problem has a solution. Main phase green. Enemy characters lose each text power with the word can or can't until your next turn. And he has the Spartan virus, which is a main phase yellow and red. Choose a supporting character on each player's side. KO each other supporting character. That's huge. That's a, that is a big, big deal. 
So, like I said, that in the shadows, that that right there is going to be a problem for Outriders. Out the gate, just the fact that they can't get rid of the dude that's causing all the problems. So obviously, your ability to play ranged characters over and over and keep playing ranged characters and attacking and then hiding is a big deal. That power, to me, is even more powerful than the other powers once he levels up, which is probably one of the reasons why he loses that ability. So, like I said, and then uh, can't uh, powers with the word can or can't, that's a huge deal, too. Because Think about Ferocious. Ferocious says your your character can strike first. If I remember what Ferocious is saying. Mm-hmm. So that means if you have Ferocious, Dodge, um, you have to really go back to the, the uh, instructions to see what are these keywords really saying in this deck I'm trying to build because if somebody flips a green and that ability doesn't work anymore, you in trouble. <laughs> because if I like, like like I said, you oh for sure. Eleven defense, for sure. And the Spartan virus is saying you KO in each other supported character, you get to keep one MC, uh, one support character. KO the other support character. If you do this right, you can set somebody up real bad. Because what you can do is play the Spartan virus. I'm going to keep my little guy out. I'm going to KO my big guy after I've already made them do damage to you on turn six. So on turn seven, and I'm going to suicide my big guy, my little guy. On turn seven, I'm going to bring out Mulder for free. Then I'm going to bring out Ego. So if I got a board full of people, I can use the Spartan virus to get rid of everybody, suicide my last character, then bring out two big guns on seven. Oh, man. I don't see a problem. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see a problem. That's 100% uh, doable to me. Yeah, not from that side. Uh, not from that side. Now, the guy on the other end, <laughs> he may not be too happy. <laughs> he got to pick who he wanted to keep out, though. That's true. He he gets the pick. But bet your bottom dollar that's the combo somebody gonna no, be no, using no, if no, they got no. the cigarette man. Are you sure he you say that he picks who get killed or you pick? It says choose a supporting character on each player's side. Oh snap, so it sounds like you getting the pick. Right. Choose a supporting character on each player's side, KO each other supporting character. Okay. Either way. But yeah, uh cigarette smoking man. This dude is going to be a problem. Yeah. Because you already got um, Bifrost to help you out. So even if you don't get yellows in the early game, you're still going to get yellows in the late game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you still have Bifrost to be able to, to get stuff done. Yeah. And you might not even care about the greens. You might just be stacking the greens in case you use every problem has a solution. You might just use the greens for Bifrost or for Heimdall or, or whatever you want to use. Probably not Heimdall because you actually want to have a ranged character that's going to be bucking shots. But like I said, uh, you use the greens if you have to um, for Bifrost. If you don't have the yellows, then you just save the yellows for Spartan Virus and use that into the, the late game and start blowing folks up. Keep their weak people yeah. out. Keep your strong people out. So you want to get rid of your strong people so you can play Mulder and, and Ego. You already got I Need Your Help. You know, you got plenty of cards in the in the, the next couple of sets between uh, Assemble and X-Files that's drawing you cards. This dude, I, I see a lot of combos happening with this dude. What's your thoughts, Vern? I mean, first of all, the guy is 211 when he levels. I mean, that's that alone is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's if you if you can't team attack, you better have some ridiculous pumps in your deck, cause, or some ridiculous counter generation. Because he is that's eleven eleven defense is ridiculous, and he can get there on turn three. Uh, you know if he can use his power a couple times. Yep. 
or just recruit, just recruit a lot of small characters. I mean, right? You got plenty of one drops to go around. And honestly, I you don't need, it, it, with that bigger behind. You can keep them up front and just have them keep swinging. <laughs> you know. Yep. And let them protect people in the back. That it's going to be hard to get at the people in the back with that with that uh, defense. Yeah. You know, at least for a couple of wounds. Right. Uh, what's your thoughts, uh, Jamar? I love the fact that uh, he he is a he's a rare MC where he can use his own XP. So if he gets stunned when he recovers, it counts. Yeah. So, yeah. So even if <clears throat> even if you don't even if you don't pull um, the two drop you needed or, or the three drop you needed uh, so that you can level, you just suicide him. Yeah, because yeah, you're gonna lose you, a wound anyway. You might as well do it when it's on your, fa- your to your favor. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, I think the fact that he can he can trigger his own XP is great because I don't know if any uh, MC. Uh, uh, well, I don't think there's any in the photo universe who can trigger their own their own um, experience. I'm not sure. Yeah, not off I'm the top of my it. head. Yeah, I'm not aware yeah. of it. And but but the, the what you bringing that up means the poten- the potential is there for him to level even faster because if you play a one drop and you hide the one drop and then he gets stunned on another player's turn when it's time to recover he gets two XP on his first turn his first recovery going into turn two then on turn two if he plays two more one drops and he flips in the shadows. And he hides three people because those those people never got stunned. And then he gets stunned on the next turn. Yeah, yeah. You you only gonna be able to level up on three then because even even counting. Oh no, wait, hold up, hold up. Okay, go ahead. Because turn one, you recruit a character. That's that's a that's a um XP. No, no, no. Oh, it's when another character appears or turns face up. Nice. Nice. He might be so he also gets, too. Yeah. He also gets XP for Bifrost too. Correct. Because oh my that, goodness. This dude is so he can do a lot of funky combinations. Uh so if you think about it like that, it's possible you can get three XP when you wake up on turn two, depending on how things went. Right. So you can level up right at the start of your turn three. Yeah. That should be the average level up. That's that's true. Which means now, um, every problem has a solution. That's that's an even bigger deal, because does Killmonger or Mordo? Mordo says you can't use superpowers, so that means that green ability is a big deal because now, for another turn, they won't be able to stop you from using superpowers. Yep, you know what I'm saying. So if you play that green ability and they play Mordo, so what? You can still play <laughs> you can still play characters that can still use superpowers. And as long as you can keep playing that green, you fine. Now Killmonger comes out and says, "You ha- we'll have to see if he says can or can't." I don't have a card in front of me, but if he says can or can't, and you've already played the green ability, then that means his appear effect won't trigger. So if he shows up on a turn where you've played the green. He won't get anything. He'll just be a standard card. So, uh, Smoking Man might might be doing some serious damage to that that mortal Killmonger combo. And if if Outriders are relying on that combo to get stuff done, it's gonna be a bad day. They might as well just team attack or, or some junk like that with him. You know. And just might the fact. Well. I, I, it cuts out ferocious, doesn't it? I think it does. That's what I'm saying. Because oh, I think ferocious, ferocious says that's, that's a bigger deal, right? No, I agree. Because I mentioned that earlier. But I'm saying because ferocious says um, this character can can strike first. So because it says that, then you won't get to strike first. So you're not going to get a free strike, you know, free stun off a of cigarette smoking man once um, he flips this green. You can come at him with the team attack. And yes, go take four of y'all to get the job done. You know, 
that alone is ridiculous. Right. That really messes. That means you can't get at his people. Right. Exactly. It's- and they all swing for the little one or two attack with rain. So they, 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 you know, they putting in work in the back row. Yep. I, I, I like this dude. I like man. him. I like him. <laughs> I, I, like I like him. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you combine yeah, him with but- the hero, and and use some of those oh, other be- uh, other people to start powering up and dishing out negatives and all that type of stuff. You keeping folks from turning off your superpowers and yo, know, you getting rid of people and man, the late game is going to be going to be yours. Cause you can play Mulder and, and ego and man, he is, yeah, he a trip. He is a trip. Yeah. He might, he might be an answer. Cause that, like he say, every problem got a solution. Yeah. He might be a solution. All right. So once we get that <laughs> X Files in, we're gonna definitely have to do some testing with these X Files characters. Now these plot twists, I like these plot twists, dude. These are some serious plot twists right here, and it's thematic to the show. So let me read it straight from. So let's read the plot twist first, and then I'll read what the blog says about the plot twist. So you got a plot twist, assassinate. It is a syndicate plot twist agenda. This card starts in the starts the game in your agenda pile. Main phase. KO an enemy supporting character. Play this only while there are at least four supporting characters on your side. KO an enemy supporting character is a big deal. I understand you got to have four supporting characters on your side. It reminds me of a very, very strong press the attack from OG versus. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. But if you play in a with a swarm character, a swarm deck anyway, so that this dude can level up, odds are there's gonna be certain turns like five and six where you're playing multiple characters to begin with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't see that being a problem. But also colonize, let me go ahead and read that one. It's also a syndicate care uh, card, also has agenda, starts in the agenda pile. Build phase, draw four cards. Play this only while you have no cards in your hand. So this is what the blog says about um, the agenda. When you build the deck with a starting main character with the printed syndicate team affiliation, you must choose one agenda with syndicate. It will start the game out of play face down in your agenda pile. One, your agenda does not count towards your 60 card deck. Two, your agenda pile is private. Your opponents can't look at it, but you can look at it at any time. Three, while it's in your agenda pile, you can play it just like a normal plot twist, and after it resolves, put it into your KO pile. Once it goes to your KO pile, it works just like any other plot twist. For example, if you somehow get it back into your hand, you can play it again. There are four different agendas to choose from, but they're just giving us two right now. These are fantastic cards. Especially for photo universe, especially for photo universe, because being able to KO a supporting character is a huge deal. It's just a huge deal, especially in the late game. Characters with these ridiculous defenses, characters like Ego, all these multi health characters like Groot, you know, so that's a huge deal with Assassinate. I also like colonize because one of the big issues you start having in the late game, you run out of cards. So that means you'll have to have, you'll draw your two cards, play your cards out of your hand, and then play colonize to draw, draw four cards. So like I said, this is, um, this is, this, these are some really good cards. So Vern thoughts on, uh, thoughts on the plot twist. I think they're excellent. Uh, and I think they both fit the theme of the syndicate in different ways. Um, this obviously, colonizes. If you're running a swarm deck, you're you're going to be emptying your hand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh, my hand's empty. Let me play this agenda real quick. Draw some cards. Four cards is a lot. That <laughs> that's a lot of cards in this game, man. Yes, yeah. it's huge. That, that is a lot of cards. That's half an opening hand. Yeah. You know, you're gonna put something good in your hand to use, mm-hmm. especially for photo. But I prefer the first one. Oh, assassin, assassin yeah, for sure. Because I mean, I'm already, if I'm already playing a, if I'm already going for board control, 
you know, uh, if I got four characters on my field already, and then, you know, I, you put somebody troublesome out there, man, get this guy out of here, man. Get Ego out of here. <laughs> you know, that that can pretty much help you cement the game. Oh, yeah. Just get rid of him, you yeah. know, or getting rid of somebody that's causing the issue. Yeah, somebody's blocking. Somebody successfully got Killmonger out. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, and you have an MC that really needs their abilities. And assassinate that fool, you know, get him off the field. Yep. And, and also, he can take Mordo out. You know, somebody plays Mordo, you know, Mordo's usually not up front attacking unless they have like a, we're able to get like a life on the helmet out on him or something like that. Right, right. You know, uh, play that, get him off the field. Yeah. Use your ability. Yeah, assassinate is really saying, if you don't have flight, if you don't have stealth, we still gonna pick them off. You know, um, because of uh, Smoking Man's first ability, it's not even that big of a deal to uh, to be able to hide these characters. You just got to make sure you got the right characters out to keep hiding them, so that you can put them in the back row once he gets leveled up. And if they can fly over, that's one thing. But if they can't even fly over to hit these people, then skip it then. You know? And if they all the same team and they got range, you know, like you got a string of uh, characters that's got range, then that means they're going to be bucking shots while this dude got 11 defense in the front. That's a huge deal. So, and then you use an assassinate. And I got the ability to get assassinate back, so I'm not even running out of this card. So if I get multiples of assassinates in my hand, and you still building a curve deck, you dead. Wait, this isn't one of a kind either. No, nope, no. And it's not in your deck. This is an agenda card, dude. This it starts in the agenda pile. I know it's an agenda pile, but I know you get four of them. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Because what it says is... Oh, yeah, I'm assassinating all day. <laughs> it says, character with the printed uh, syndicate team affiliation, you must choose one agenda with syndicate. So you can't have colonize and assassinate. But you would get mm. four assassinate cards. Mm. Okay. So that means I could put Rocket in the deck, get one of these back if somebody was ever so kind to give me one of these back. Give you that back. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think they'll be ever so you know kind either. <laughs> Dude, think about the plot twist in this game, though. Between um, you're the last one, between uh, Assassinate and, and um, Friend from Work, I mean, you got some tough yeah. choices when people put put rocket in front of you, you know. Photo universe L class is illustrated universe when it comes to potency applied to this for sure. Oh yeah, because this some of this stuff in photo universe be broke. You know. Now, so. the, the only thing about assassinate. That, oh, your thoughts, Jamar? The, yeah, the only thing about assassinate, uh, assassinate. Wow, assassinate that may cause a bit of a bit of a problem is that. If you're playing a person with an aggro deck, you may never get that off because you may not be able to keep four people on the field. And just like you're the uh just like what what you said earlier, the only person who can really, really uh, exploit assassinate is the uh cigarette spoken man because he can hide people and he can keep doing well well in the early game. In the mm-hmm. early game. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in the late well, issue in the late game he don't need it, but but uh, in an early game he can he can exploit assassinate really really well. So well, it'll already be knocking on the mid game by the time you use assassinate anyway. Yeah, but I mean, uh, so that's the, I mean, that's true. part of the benefit. That's part of the benefit right there. You're not wasting true, this in true. the early game. On turn three. You're gonna put assassinate in your hand, or however you know you're able to use it. Just draw it, play it from the um, um, agenda pile, and just take out Killmonger. And just take and keep in mind with cigarette smoking man, if you flip that green, some of these abilities won't even trigger. Killmonger's on turn four, 
Mortal was on turn three. You play Mortal on three, and Mortal says uh, enemy players can't play superpowers. Well, that ability is nullified because you already played the green. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that means that he's going to Mortal isn't doing anything to you for that turn. You know what I'm saying? So then right. when your turn comes back, you're not able to play it because Mortal's ability is ongoing. All right. Well, then I'm going to assassinate him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then flip the green. <laughs> right. And then I'm going to flip the green. And then when I flip the green, Killmonger's power, he's coming out next. Killmonger's power means nothing because it's an appear effect. So it's not even ongoing. So he's going to trigger that ability. And if his ability can't trigger, because I think it says Killmonger can steal the abilities or whatever. Okay, well, I think can or can't is in his ability. Well, if can or can't is in his ability, then what does that mean? Killmonger doesn't get that ability. And that also means that um, Mortal is way more dangerous than Killmonger because Killmonger has an appear effect, whereas Mortal has a continuous modifier. So um, they're not going to be able to constantly get those abilities off. Because let me see here. Mortal says enemy characters can't use superpowers. So Smoking Man's green ability stops that. Killmonger says when Killmonger appears, choose an enemy player, enemy main character. Until Killmonger leaves, that character loses its printed keywords and superpowers, and Killmonger gains them. No can or can't there. Okay, well, he gets away scot-free, I guess. Right, so it looks like his peer power, his appear power triggers. Whereas, like I said, you can stop Mordo. Assassination? Yep, I'm just assassinate Killmonger then. <laughs> That's right, I want the throne. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So like I said, uh man, these these plot twists, man. I, I like I like the um bureau. I like the team. They it's cohesive. It's not jumping around between, you know, um the colonists and the and the syndicate and certain people trying to do certain things. These some good definitely some good uh plot twists. So now, they also got, uh, let's see, we got three characters left. And, of course, the Syndicate, um, Wild, has space on it instead of Earth. Just like the X-Files, Wild has Earth on it instead of space. But two characters they have, three characters they have left is Four Drop, Jeffrey Spender. He's Bureau and Syndicate, so he's dual team affiliated. Four Drop, two, six, one health. Uh, between two masters is a keyword. At the end of your turn, if the following characters on your side. So, if Fox Mulder is on your side, put two plus one plus one counters on a character on your side. And if Cigarette Smoking Man is on your side, put two minus one minus one counters on an enemy character. So, that obviously works to your advantage if you have Cigarette Smoking Man and you're trying to get rid of some of these Outriders. So, that's actually a pretty decent, uh, decent, decent card for him. You know, um, Mulder, I seriously doubt Mulder's main character sees play because the support character is so good. You know? Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how people use Jeffrey Spender because obviously you can use play Ant-Man Scourge, Yondu, you know, um, Frohickey, Jeffrey Spender. So you got plenty of negatives that you can dish out. You know, and... Uh, I, th I think I think uh, he's going to see some play just because Outriders is is going to be a problem child. It's definitely going to be a problem child. All right. So next character up is uh, support characters: Crew Cut Man, Syndicate, two costs, three two range, one health. Killer is his keyword. Where Crew Cut Man stunts a supporting character, draw a card. To the point, just like the. Uh, the blog says, simple and ruthless like the man himself. So, <laughs> right right to the point. Now, the last uh, support character they have is Cigarette Smoking Man. He is a 7 cost, 3-9, obviously Syndicate, 1 health. He has 1 superpower, Syndicate Mastermind, main phase, space, blue, yellow, green, red. Choose an enemy player to reveal their hand, discard 2 of those cards. 
Cigarette Smoking Man plays pays one less power symbol to use this power for each syndicate character on your side. That is huge. Especially because the alien bounty hunter we saw weeks ago has Swarm. And Colonizers allows you to have Swarm on all your characters for the rest of the game. So, if you play Colonizers and you play Cigarette Smoking Man, you already have two down. So it's only going to cost you three power symbols to be able to use this ability to discard two cards to see somebody's hand and have them discard two cards. He comes out on seven, which means they don't have that many cards left anyway. And whatever they do got left, they're saving it for turns eight and nine. So, out of all the cards we uh, talked about today, um, any additional thoughts for the cards we talked about? Uh, I got a couple of thoughts. Uh, first of all, how does killer? <laughs> how does killer lead to you getting a card? That's just weird to me. <laughs> but anyway, that's not important. Uh, actually, cigarette smoking man is is the next uh, addition to Red Skull in my opinion because now you got somebody else that can discard cards. So he can help Red Skull uh, finish his job. And you can play Black Widow to discard other stuff out of their hand. I mean, you got you got Black Widow to discard stuff out of their hand. You got uh you got Doctor Strange mm-hmm. Forge Up that helps discard stuff out of their hand, discards characters. And then if you drop this on seven, you know. And they only have two characters in their hand. You take those characters out, you, you flip the yellow, that's game. Sound like a plan. Sounds like a very expensive plan, but it does sound like a plan. I, I mean, if you, you'll you be a syndicate mastermind, you'll be a syndicate mastermind, it's going to cost you something. Uh, your thoughts, Jamar? Yeah, I was thinking it's it's a very nice ability on, on turn seven, especially with uh, with uh, Thanos coming out on eight and uh, what's his name, Fenris, the wolf or whatever else, and and uh, uh, what's the name drop name? Surter. Surter, Surter. So it's a great ability because he's coming in on on seven. The problem is if you don't, I mean, you have to build him with swarm. You you just have no other. No other uh, uh, a condition to meet than build him a swarm because even four locations that's expensive. Plus, one of them is going to is going to have to be a wild. Uh, that's that's going to be quite expensive for turn seven if you make it there. So you you have to be able to swarm to be able to use this guy. I think if you swarm, you get it off for free. But you don't have to swarm for it. You should always team him up with somebody else and it'll just cost you three. You know what I'm saying? If you're using Red Skull and you level up Red Skull, Red Skull has flight and nine defense anyway. So if he has right. nine defense, exactly. you're going to have um, Glad to See Me. You're going to have Friend from Work. You'll have defensive plot twists to get people off you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so Red Skull may be able to go to long game in order for you to use Cigarette Smoking Man to get junk out of their hand anyway. Well, and if you've been playing... doing a long game. That dude is... That dude is a headache. <laughs> but not with the cards that we, we just got. Because Vern just talked about, hey, this Cigarette Smoking Man is the end game for him. Yeah. You know, so if you've been discarding stuff like you should have been in the early game, that by the time you get to this dude, that's that's game. You're going to play this guy. Yeah. When you somebody has two cards left in their hand, you're going to play him. You're going to flip your yellow, and boom, that's game. You're going, and that's, that's what you're going for. And you're already going to play four of all the other cards that's making you discard anything anyway. And keep in mind, Red Skull is already making folks discard. So your only big problems is going to be Killmonger and Mordo, just like everybody else's big problems is Killmonger and Mordo. And you're going to have Bifrost and Goose and probably abduction to be getting rid of those folks so you can still use superpowers. 
You'll have uh, Scully in the deck so you can heal to help you last long enough. You know, so yeah, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna definitely be worth testing to see this, uh, this, what this the deal makes is. them a little bit scary. Oh yeah, now. it does. I mean, if you look at it though, so you got the yellows for Red Skull's ability, right? And you yeah. get you can use the you can use the wilds strictly for the cigarette smoking man's ability. You can use Avengers Tower strictly for Doctor Strange and Black Widow. To save the basics. So they, they, right, they no, I mean uh, the, right, the basics are for Red Skull. So Red Skull has eight opportunities to discard cards. Right. And if you need to use the yellow for Doctor Strange or Black Widow, then so be it. But you got 16 locations devoted to discarding stuff. Right. And so that's only four. If You know, that's only three supporting characters that are taking up spots. You can fill all the rest of them in with syndicate. Syndicate characters if you want to. And Just whoever to, you're gonna use to kill Killmonger and Mordo. Right. Yep. And that's gonna probably be Bifrost, Goose, and Abduction. Yeah, yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, it sounds like a plan. You wanna have it you want you wanna have at least two syndicates so that you don't have to spend five locations because you ain't gonna spend five locations. He count for himself. You were never gonna spend five locations. Oh, okay. So the most you'd have to spend is four. Right. You would always right. have to spend four. Okay. Right. Like I said, uh, it just depends on what four you want to use. So you already know, like Vern right. said, yellow and red is going in the deck. And Avengers Mansion is going in the deck. Plus, um, Sokovia is going in the deck. That's 16 locations right there. All yeah. you probably, yeah. only thing else you're going to add, most likely, is greens if you use Killian to put some counters on you. And then the rest of that is going towards, like I said, Bifrost and Goose and uh, Abduction. I uh, see. This sounded real. That sounded super crazy right there. <laughs> super expensive. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I mean, For all wind condition, that's usually what it's going to be, though. It's going to always be bizarro. You know, it's going to be some bizarro world mess. You know, that, uh, all wind conditions always. Even, always I don't do even that. know what powers red skull does red skull use red and yellow he used just yellow just yellow that's his only superpower oh. is ditching stuff out so of your what's hand. the red what's the red for black widow yellow is strange and and um red skull red is black widow because she's ditching other stuff out of the hand you know right. what you know what i'm saying so eventually so red, cool. by turn four you want people choosing what to put in the resource row and what to keep in their hand. Hopefully, it's all characters left in their hand by this point. Because... So red, yellow, Avengers Tower, Sokovia, and whatever uh, whatever uh, Smoking Man uses, that's 20 locations right there. Right. Well, well, since he uses the space, you can go ahead and use him to take care of that space for you. Oh, but I'm just trying to make sure I got something for because you need, you still need four different uh, locations, right? Right. His ability, so you need to use here. You need if you want to guarantee you can use that mess. You need to put him in, put right. his uh, wows in there. You need the syndicate. Yeah, so yeah. that's twenty locations. That's not too bad. No, you just like I said, yeah. the the plot twist that you're going to wind up having. Abduction is going to be one of those plots which you're going to have to make sure you can get somebody off the board. And you're going to need a lot of characters with flight if you can spare it because um, you're going to need to be able to reach or uh, Maria Hill's going in the deck so you can reach Killmonger and Red Skull. I mean, Killmonger and uh, Mordo. Because with you being so so uh, superpower heavy, expecting to use those superpowers, that's going to be a problem. You know? You gonna have to be able to take out. You have to be able to take out Mordor and Killmonger. Yeah, in this deck, you have to. Yeah. Hey, we just built a deck. Yay. Yep. Close, <laughs> close to it. <laughs> that data you guys asked for. Right. <laughs> so we'll be uh, 
probably trying to test this mess out once X Files get out because there's so much to test. Can't even risk jumping the gun, you know. But like I said, this is because uh, we we these still aren't all the cards, you know. So yeah, I, I think this is a great set, man. I I like it being thematic because you feel like you play in the characters from the shows, you know. Man, so. ever since I've been seeing these. Uh... The, these new MCs, to me, it's like a uh, a poor man's lottery, man. <laughs> it has been, man. These, these MCs, they are just incredible. As far as I'm concerned. As far as I'm concerned. They're going to bring a new dimension to this game. I'm the glad. dimension is... <laughs> The dimension is you can't trust anything you put on the field at this point at all. Nope. <laughs> oh, you got that Mike's mate right with that gargoyle? Uh, let me move him off the field. Right. Oh, you got your boy, uh, you got the, the cloak dagger combo out there? Eh, assassinate one of them real quick. You can't, tr- cannot trust your board. And we, no. we have, you got, not only can you assassinate people, and abduct people, you can use the equipment to steal people. Yep, with the oil. Yep. Your board means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting when um the rest of these cards come out. That's that's for doggone sure. But let's go ahead and uh, wrap up this podcast. So, uh, so we got a good discussion in with these uh, new X-Files cards. Looking forward to more spoilers before the set comes out. So to end this podcast, it's your boy Cell, along with my co-host. Marley. And the J. Cole. All right. So you want to reach out to us? You reach out to us at Team Apex for the Win at gmail.com. That's Team Apex for the Win at gmail.com. So we'll see you guys in the on the Facebook group. Reach out like Victor Toons reaching for them livers. <laughs> Always, always got something to say, huh? <laughs> All the time.